Well, welcome to Davi the Scapegoat. I am so pumped to be back in studio with Catherine Telford. Hi, Chapin. Look, it's been, oh my God, that's right. I'm so fucking sorry. Well, you that's got middle married. name. We got the whole name. Yeah, we got the hyphenated. We got the whole name. Not even hyphenated. So do you go by Miss Telford or Miss Chapin? I'm Miss Chapin. You're Miss Chapin mm-hmm. at school. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody, shut the fuck up. We're going to do a roll call. Mm-hmm. Is Miss Chapin. Chapin here? Miss Chapin. Aki, here. Wait. Wait, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) You're here. Catherine's in studio. She (laughs) is present. And thank you so much for coming. It's been so difficult. Um, I've been talking to women in different phases of metamorphosis and new jobs and loving their jobs or hating their jobs and Mm. starting their own thing. Entrepreneurs of all different types. And you and Miles got married and you Mm -hmm. packed up and you moved Mm -hmm. and you got a new job. Yeah. And you're having like a magical time. Yeah. He, I imported him to Atlanta uh, because he was kind of nomad. He would work in Jackson Hole, Wyoming for the winters and then he would work on boats all over the place in the summer. So I imported him to Atlanta. He was here for three years and then he was like, nah, you know, I got to get out. So then he exported me out there. Well, his, he mainly is doing like, recreational, very cool, very Mm -hmm. outdoorsy, Mm -hmm. uh, a Mm -hmm. lot of water (laughs) Mm -hmm. influence Mm -hmm. jobs. Mm -hmm. And Atlanta ain't got that. We got wing bones in the streets for days. We got wing bones for days. And and talking (laughs) bags. There's so many talking bags in my yard. (laughs) I've never had a fucking talkie in my life. And they these fucking talkies keep rolling into my yard. And I'm looking at all my neighbors like, who's responsible? And they're like, it's not me. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you you imported him to Atlanta to show him all that we had to offer. Mm -hmm. And he loved it. I mean, he loved the music. He loved the food. He loved going to see art. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he loved it. But, you know, it just... It wasn't a, it, it was not going to be a forever place for him, and that's fine. And I had lived here my whole life, so yeah. I was ready to live somewhere else. Honestly, it's become such a melting pot of other people. It's so rare to find somebody that is like Atlanta that stayed in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like you either grew up here and mm-hmm. you're like, I got to get the fuck out, mm-hmm. and everybody else is just melting pot from all over. Um, so you guys are hold up. In old Jackson Hole. That's right. Yeah. Jackson's Hole. Jackson's Hole. <laughs> and just and you guys have been loving it. You guys, I've seen pictures skiing mountains and surfing, and you guys are so not outdoorsy. And you're Jackson doing Hole. not a lot of surfing, but, but you guys travel. Yeah, we travel a lot to surf to get the surf going. Yeah, yeah, we like to surf. That's awesome. But there is a break on the Snake River. Uh, called Lunch Counter. You can surf in a river? Yeah, yeah, but I haven't done it. It, <laughs> it, it looks it looks pretty gnarly. Uh, you have to drop in, you know. Oh, of course, eh, you're probably going to be in a wetsuit. And, of course, like, you just have to drop in at the right spot. And it's, um, you got to stay there. Yeah. yeah. But but it's there. But all you guys have been so active and having so much fun. And then every update I see from the job uh, just makes me go, I haven't had a teacher on the podcast yet. What the fuck's wrong with me? Here I am. But the thing is, I've had so many women in talking about their entrepreneurship and their jobs and all of the hustle that they're doing. Mm. And the hardest ones to get in studio are the mommies. <laughs> you guys, and you you're just, you got your kid mm-hmm. and you got so many other people's kids to deal mm-hmm. with. So I think it was a double whammy with the teacher and the mommy. So we finally got you here in Atlanta. And I'm so pumped. Here I am. Because it's, it's about time. We got to have some teacher representation talking about all of the different types of things you deal with in the workplace and it's probably its own toxicity and competition and weird stuff in the teaching world that 
we don't even think of and know about, but we're noticing doesn't matter what industry you're in. Some of these things, Mm -hmm. they, they are, they look a little different, Mm -hmm. but they are the same. The film industry, even which you've had experience with that. Mm -hmm. So you'll be able to tell us all kinds of stories today. I just want to hear about the crazy stuff your students say to you. (laughs) Oh God. Um, Because I know it's never a dull moment. And I've watched so many, like, I get really sucked into the teachers on TikTok Uh that are, you know, filming. They don't film their kids, but you hear their kids shouting things. And sometimes (laughs) they're so mean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I will walk in uh, in a morning and they'll be like, Miss Chapin, did did you accidentally sleep in? As a teach middle school, so like 11, 12, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. Uh, yeah, did you did your alarm not go off? What do you mean by like, that? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Anytime I don't wear eyeliner, you feel okay? Oh. You sick? <laughs> you sick? You must be sick. Miss <laughs> Chapin's dying. There's a GoFundMe for Miss Chapin. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, you, look, you look good. You're like, that happens so fast. It's yeah. just one like, period. Like, one period with no eyeliner. And then you have to... <laughs> You have to have the conversation of like sometimes you think things, yeah, you know, and like we all do it, but but those things don't have to come out of the mouth, yeah. There there is there are mechanisms, yeah. That There's help so many you. things stopping you, right, right, right. But um, but maybe not. So let this conversation, yeah, <laughs> really marinate, and um, maybe when it comes to people's appearances, just think the thing, hundred percent. Like just judge and think the thing, yeah. But you don't want to look. Like a judgy asshole on the outside. That's right. Especially with, like, even if, even saying you look great, I, I'm like, should I still be saying that? I'm like, we've we've kind of got so far removed from commenting yeah. on appearances because, I don't no, know. But I, you can tell me I look great no, anytime. You, I mean, you fucking do. Like, Jackson Hole, I don't know what's with the water and the sun there, but it is, like, working You can tell you. me I look good. You are working it. And but don't tell me I look sick. I don't like that. Yeah. Don't like that. I'm, they just they roast just you. Say yeah. they, so they, they say you didn't wake up early enough and you look tired and uh-huh. you look like trash uh-huh. and you're like, wow. But they'll say stuff about like other people too. They'll say things like, um, oh, today's my mom's birthday. And I'm like, oh, that's great. How old's your mom? And he'll <laughs> they'll say, oh, you know, 35. And I'm like, cool. Uh-huh. And then he goes, she just tells me to tell people that she's not 35. She is she's not 43. <laughs> she doesn't even look 35. And I'm like, okay. I don't think kids know what 35 looks like yeah, no anymore idea. Like, no idea it's so yeah i don't even know what 35 I don't, looks like i don't either anymore. there's a there's a lot of people that i'm like mm, there's a lot of people like in the film industry that are in comedy even yeah. that i'm like oh they said they're 32 that is not yeah true. it's true <laughs> fair i can't even keep up with my own age i can't it, after pandemic i don't think any of them counted well look i'm telling you if I had a dollar for every time I have Googled, how old are you if you, if were, born you were born on July 29th, 1987? <laughs> Truly. I, yeah. I can. I don't know. And it's been this way for me. I don't I don't know why, but it's been this way since my early 20s. I, I, I'm always like a year up, a year down. Yeah. I get I, here. I bounce it around. I think uh, I was like, maybe I should just start rounding up to 60 uh-huh. like maybe i just start saying i'm yeah. 60 and everybody yeah. would be like you look amazing everybody will get off your lawn <laughs> you look so good and then when i actually am 60 they'll be like oh <laughs> oh what the fuck what happened middle school is interesting because so many people when i say i'm a middle school teacher they're always like oh how could you teach that age oh middle school's the worst it's the worst but it really is it would be the worst yeah well you know, they all have their 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 pros and cons. Uh, yeah, high school very hormonal. I mean, middle school is too. But but there's something about 
a middle schooler because they aren't babies anymore, but they're not adults anymore, and they are truly like in this weird middle middle phase. But they're but they're funny. Yeah, and they're smart, and you can talk to them like a peer. And honestly, as as much as uh, they do make me laugh and they say some crazy stuff, they give me hope every day. That's every awesome. day I come home and I tell my husband like. Yes, baby. Like these are the ones they're going to make the changes like they get it. You know, they have it in their heart. They're smart. They're driven. Uh, Yeah, they give me hope. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, because I feel like I see like even Mm -hmm. today, uh, you know, you go on social media and you see videos of Mm -hmm. kids fighting or doing just doing something weird at school. And you're like, oh, my God. The youth in the nation. Like I'm finally like I remember growing up and listening to um, My Chemical Romance Mm -hmm. and they they wrote that song teenagers mm-hmm. like teenagers scared the living shit out of me yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and um and i'm like oh i hope i never turn into that well, I, turn, just... I hope i never reach that i will reach that age but i hope i don't allow that thing to happen where i think the generation or two just under me is a bunch of assholes yeah no. like the way everybody was like yeah. fucking millennials right. like i had people i worked with people in radio that every time somebody did something mm-hmm. dumb or annoying they'd be like fucking millennials and mm-hmm. i'd be like that guy is 48 <laughs> like, I just, like i don't understand do you know what a millennial is they're like yeah an annoying person that's on social media too much yeah. and i'm like it's a fucking age group god damn it and you yeah. keep like associating assholes with my mm-hmm. you know and it kind like I don't get defensive about Zodiac shit, but I'm like, stop calling everybody that annoys you a millennial uh-huh. because it's all over the fucking board. Maybe it's a Gen Xer. Sometimes they're pretty fucking salty, yeah. too. Quit calling everybody that annoys you a Taurus. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> fucking A. I, I, honestly, I'm so over the Zodiac shit. I'm so glad that I'm so far removed from people that were so fucking into it. If you yes. are, I'm sorry, but there were I was around too many people that were like, Oh, great. So this little book tells me what horrible traits I can just lean the fuck into. Mm-hmm. Like There is that. They went, oh, I'm a Virgo. I'm an Aries. So I can just, oh, these are my negative. Th- I'm going to fucking do that. Like, I'm going to go so hard with that. And then when people say, hey, you're being kind of manipulative or, or unprofessional, they'd be like, sorry, I'm a, I'm yeah. a blank. You yeah. know, like, I'm a this. And it's like, no, no. You're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> like you're an asshole. Like what the fuck? So I I do not I don't fucks with that anymore. And what um, about enneagram numbers? Oh my god, no, no. <laughs> I looked that up. What the fuck was that? What did it tell me I was? I never. I mean, sometimes the enneagram numbers, and then what was the other thing? Um, is enneagram the one that goes through like one through eight? Nine. Nine. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I was like a six or something. Okay. I don't know anything about sixes. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't, anyways, that that stuff seems a little more specific because mm-hmm. you find it by like actually answering questions, right? So it's not like oh, an arbitrary day that you popped out of your mom. And I'm like, it almost zodiac should almost be based on like conception, you know? Like if you really think that it has, I don't really understand sticking it to like your birthday birth. when there are so many other factors that come. I'm like, if your parents raised you to be a fuckhead, then you're a fuckhead. That's it right. has nothing to do with your. I'm a crab. That's like, fair. I'm a little crab. That's fair. No, I don't. I I can't. I can't fuck with it. But dealing with kids in business and them roasting you, like, how do you deal with self care? 
Um, you mm. said those kids give you a lot of hope, so I feel like that's a lot of self-care, is just having that kind of regular mm -hmm. inspiration and motivation. And it makes you love your job more when you know you're making a difference and that they are accepting of it, you know? So it there's a lot of, like, good heartwarmingness, but, like, when you get home and you look in the mirror because you didn't wear eyeliner that day and those kids <laughs> massacred you mentally, like, what do you do? Ugh. Well, to piggyback on that, I mean, it's even more like, yes, they give they give me hope, but they also teach me. Yeah. They'll ask questions that I've never thought of. They'll they'll bring up perspectives that I've never thought about. I mean, it's it it's more than just giving me hope. This is going to sound so sappy. It's it's more than giving me hope. My students make me a better person because they are so. I mean, and and you see it kind of happen as they get older, and they and they are experiencing experiencing things. They get more jaded, but when they're younger, it's just this pure energy that so many of them have, and and this and and this tenacity and intelligence. They're not afraid of being themselves. Yeah. And they and they're just they just go for it and they ask these questions and, and they have these perspectives and, and that gives me hope too. But outside of the classroom, um, you know, you kind of mentioned before I'm I'm just really um, I'm really athletic and sporty and I just I live in a very athletic town, and so you know hiking and biking and skiing and surfing and you know anything that I can do outside or even in the gym. Uh, I, I I prioritize that, and yeah. that helps me. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Like, actually taking time out for your body. Yeah. And yeah. we were, I was talking about, it, it's awesome, and business is going great for me, and mm -hmm. but it is weird to work at home. Mm -hmm. It's weird to work at home because I keep wandering out and doing laundry and something else, and then I'm like, way too many distractions and all of that. So I'm like, yeah, how do you, trying to find the self-care when you work here and you live here and then it's like, what do I take a bath? Like I take baths. I don't want to go out and but then spend you gotta, money. But then you gotta draw the bath yeah, and you gotta put the thing. stuff in and yeah. then you've been sitting in your own filth it and then you're of, like you it's people soup. Like they tell you that's that was I do it though. <laughs> you go to the doctor and they're like, you know what? You seem a little stressed. You know, that's what's going on. That's mm -hmm. why this hurts. That's why that hurts. You seem a little stressed. Maybe you should take more baths. And then I go to the doctor <laughs> and they're like, you got a yeast infection from taking too many baths. Yeah. So stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm really fucking stressed. <laughs> like, yeah. It never stops. But yeah, you sit in the bath and you're like, am I calmer? I'm just in people soup right now. I'm just making me soup. You know, the human, the human race is supposed to be outside. We are. I mean, yeah. our ancestors. So for the majority of human history, from when they think that Paleolithic people were roaming the planet, which could be 2.4 million years, to to what we now know as like civil, quote unquote, civilization, which was somewhere around 7,000 BCE. So for for 2.3 million years... You know, we were just out there. We were out there. We were out barefoot. there. The, barefoot. Barefoot in have the crocs. elements. We just didn't the elements. We did not have crocs. We stepped on rocks. Yes, that's right. And we just, and we went about our day. That's right. Like, if I step on, if there's a pebble in my shoe, it'll ruin my whole week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking fragile. If I'm in such a, if I'm in a bad mood, even just like the smallest walk outside mm. helps. Helps. Mm -hmm. I, I do think back to this time where... 
life was the worst. I was working at TGI Fridays. My boyfriend was like obviously cheating on me, but gaslighting the fuck out of me. I lived in this apartment that like I moved into this apartment and I let the boyfriend move in. I don't think you never met him, but oh God, what a nightmare. And he lived with me and it was just like a fucking disaster. And then my car broke down and I was like, I had like fucking eight dollars in my bank account so i was gonna have to work a lot of doubles to pay for this car i had no car so i was like everything was so so it was so shitty and i'm crying in my apartment and i'm like i have to leave early for work because i have to fucking walk there in the heat and down the road while people drive their cars by and and honk at me while they while they go to the mall of georgia to spend like a lot of money i am fucking sad college student walking to my job and I was like so fucking happy. Like I would get to work and mm-hmm. I would be so happy. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I was just crying in my apartment like an hour ago. Yeah. And now I'm in this shitty restaurant, TGI Fridays. And I'm so <laughs> like it, it It was such a refresh and I, it was like alarming. And I remember going, remember this. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking forgot it. And I've spent. Because yeah, it's so hot. Yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. And <laughs> so well, hot in Atlanta. I mean, even the pandemic i definitely started like exercising outdoors more but like the allergies in georgia are just nonsense um but it really does help just to fucking get outside like even though it's hot like cover up wear your sunscreen but get the fuck out there yes wear your sunscreen (laughs) yes my god even in your hair what yeah i know somebody that got that got um melanoma in their part Oh man, mm-hmm. that actually makes sense. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So even put it up in there in your hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to the dermatologist and he's like checking me, mm-hmm. and I love this guy. He's a little old man, and I've only gone twice. Blair's been going to him for years, and was like, "Come see my guy." And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm really freaked out." Like somebody, you just sit there in your little paper gown, and he looks at all your moles, and he is so sweet because he like checks everything. And it's odd because this is a little old guy and you got your little paper sheet on and nothing else. And he's there's like, you know, a mole right by my titty and he's like measuring he's in it. There. And he's really in there. He's in it. And then he's like, all right, hop up. Let me see your backside. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. I'm picturing him as Mr. Magoo. He is like a little. With the glasses. Yes. He's so. He looks like. A, he looks like if someone in The Incredibles had to go to the doctor in the movie. You know, like he looks like an animated like not a real person, mm-hmm. like a, just a character that somebody thought up, and it's so cute. And then he's like, "Turn around, let me see your backside." And I'm like, "Get low, get low, get low." Get low. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so different the way he says it's so sweet. But in my head, I'm like, "Is that not a rap lyric?" <laughs> like, it's just let a very polite backside. one. <laughs> let me see that backside. <laughs> it's so cute. But I do realize, like, every time I go to the dermatologist, they're like complimenting me a lot. These days, and well, it, it makes you me. Re- you really did. Everybody's complimenting your, my, my your skin. Her skin is glowing. But then I go to the DMV and they yell at me. So I realize, like, if my dermatologist and my friends that care about me are complimenting my skin, then I'm scaring regular society because I'm well, who not cares tan. About them? <laughs> I know, <laughs> but they're just like, oh, that bitch is an extra in the. Um, Vampire. What Diaries? we do in the shadows, oh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm like totally. that bitch is a vampire. And I was an extra you, in Vampire Diaries, you by the way. Were. <laughs> when was that? Um, that's a great question. Was that like 2012? Really? Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, I was in college in 2008. I didn't know that you was yet. 2012. Okay, I yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. I remember or 11. Okay, I remember like 
having some friends um, like Hannah Fearman, like like a few people that wow. I, I knew of through the grapevine and through other friends in the film industry that were that got on Vampire Diaries. And I met you like shortly after 2012, right? Probably. Yeah, it wasn't that long after. I met that. you at Blair a uh, concert at the Bookhouse Blair's. Is that where it was? Yes, and I came up to you, and I was a P one on that other show at the time. But I will really, say, I will say this: you're you're an actual friend, though. There are some people I've realized <laughs> since I got fired. I'm like, oh, those weren't friends because they after I got fired, they could not stop talking about the show. No, no, and no. I realized, oh, the whole time we were friends, that's all we talked about, and I, I forgot that you listen yeah. to the show. Yeah. That's how close we got and how non-essential to the friendship my job was. Yeah. I realized like some of these people weren't my friends. They were just like really mm-hmm. big fans of the show and they loved being able to like shut like shit talk and I would just be like, "Oh, that's too bad." Uh-huh. I'm sorry you feel that way, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, "No, I just okay. wanted to be your friend." No, I found I found the <laughs> I found the good people, the diamonds in the, in yeah. the rough, <laughs> if you would. <laughs> The rough, but you, you've you always been wonderful, and it's like I forgot that, yeah, you met me, and you're like, mm-hmm. you're from that radio show. I, I complimented you on your other podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, you oh, listened I, I listened to, to, I like your other podcast, yeah. and you were like, oh, you're the first person that's that said that. Yeah. The, and not said the big show, but said the podcast. I feel like at that point, it was probably like a year or so old yeah maybe that, yeah. maybe not even that maybe maybe like six months yeah and then you were like you kind of look like miley cyrus you sound okay well, because i had I, the short haircut too and it yes. was crazy blonde but it was mostly like i, I know I please like don't take okay i was I like know. because her voice is one of my favorites but and i just i just said this to blair like after i got off the phone with you earlier today i was like god she is miley cyrus voice twin. so if someone's sitting here like about to go at Davi the scapegoat. Catherine sounds like Miley Cyrus. We know. <laughs> like, what's we, what's one of her songs? Uh, she's got Wrecking Ball. She's got Flowers. <laughs> Wait, do, Wait, do, do the climb. Flowers. <laughs> do the climb. What's the, the oh, climb? Is a, uh, um, I can almost see it. It's a climb. No, I'm not. It's a club. <laughs> you really are. You, it's this. Yeah, speaking voice, singing voice, like all of the above. It's just singing perfect. voice. Yeah. Yep, yep, no, yep. you can definitely put a blindfold we on. We love never doing know. karaoke. Um, what do you call it? Karaoke, like yeah, impersonations. I can yeah. do a way better share. No matter how hard I try. <laughs> oh shit. You keep pushing me aside and I can't break through. There's no talking to you. <laughs> so proud. It's a leave. I feel so mean. Around. <laughs> Cher's fun though. Cher's great. Fucking, everything she says is hilarious. And have you seen her? And amazing. Lately? Her face doesn't move. Doesn't move. What an icon. Gypsies, tramps, <laughs> and thieves. <laughs> Although I don't think Speaking we can say songs gypsies. You can't anymore. sing anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Catherine walked into my house. Nope. I'm not going to tell this story. <laughs> this tell it. We can. Okay. I'll save it for members only. Okay. Members. Shh. Everyone else, fuck off for a second. <laughs> only members are going to get this story. Shh. 
It's members only, exclusive scapegoat content. Want more of this interview? Become a member today and get secret bonus episodes that no one else hears. Sign up at glow.fm slash Davi the Scapegoat or search Davi the Scapegoat Plus wherever you're listening to your favorite podcasts. I feel so bad. So, uh, yeah, members will get this story and know what I did. Catherine was nice enough to be like, at least it was so long ago that nobody was, like, filming shit with their phones. No, no, I said, I, no, that is not what I said. Which, what I said was, I hope that nobody I has the nobody streaming was. to that and they drop it online. I was just thinking, you're right. Yeah, like, that could not pop up online, could it? Yikes. The shit they say to you is, like so accurate middle school is interesting and it's so funny like you said sometimes they'll ask questions that you're like never would have thought of it like that and then suddenly you'll like you'll look at it different you'll be like i'm frustrated with that thing now because you're right why the fuck is it like Mm -hmm. that but Um, then they look at you and they're like where's asia you know and then you're like oh "Oh, you goob (laughs) or they'll just get like so cute they'll get like crazy irrationally mad about something Mm -hmm. and you're like oh that's right you're 11 yeah yeah. You don't know how to, you're just, you just figured out the difference yeah. between sad and mad. Right. Like recently. So totally. You're still, totally. So they're still navigating. Yeah. That. That's, so they just need a calm. Yeah. Those you know, waters presence. are rocky. Ooh. As a surfer, rocky. you should know how to navigate that. <laughs> Davi, I, I, as a surfer, I can tell you that I just stopped having diarrhea before I go out every single every time. Surf? Every surf? Almost every time. Is it, I mean, it's like anymore. a nerves thing? Yes. Yeah. It's like, am I going to die? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That's that that is one thing that my husband has introduced me to. Sports that make me say to myself, Am I gonna die? Am I gonna die this time? Um, you know, I it, might. <laughs> a lot of people think that that's crazy and I totally get it. Mm. You know, I'm into it. Yeah. I, I like the thrill. Honestly, it I think um like now that you're bringing it up, the things that give you diarrhea are probably the <laughs> most worth it. <laughs> that's In a life, quote. It is Can we get some word art? <laughs> Dog is a scapegoat. The things that give you diarrhea are the most worth it in life. It could be surfing. It could be a burrito. Yes. <laughs> Not live, love, laugh. Hell no. But live, live love, for the diarrhea. Get diarrhea. <laughs> yep. Live, love your diarrhea. Yep. Like, don't be. Yes, it's a bit of an inconvenience, but it's a human experience. Like, absolutely. It, you get diarrhea when you're nervous. 100%. You get diarrhea when you eat something. Sometimes I just get diarrhea in the morning. Sometimes you're just like, good morning, day. That's right. Oh, I have diarrhea today. That's right. Thank That's you, right. world. That's right. I think we should talk about it more openly. I mean,. We have on this show before, and I've definitely got some one-star reviews because there are a lot of men out there that do not like women talking about their bowel movements. But well, I freaking love it. Well, they can go and to hell. those men can suck it. Give give me the old uh, Davi Kremen standing ovation where they get up and walk out. That's one. Th- <laughs> that's it, my right. favorite. Yep. Yeah. That's that's a that's a win. So many that's white men thing. walking out of my shows, and everybody's like, "Oh, my husband got angry and left." And I'm like, "Bitch, that's my standing ovation. Like he just made my day." <laughs> Twice before you go try to 